On this week's show, Butter continues to reign at number one, Ed Sheeran can't not share spoilers, and more. BTS this week for the week ending June 27th, 2021. I'm Carrie, aka BTS Mama Bear, and I'm your host. I want to thank everyone for the well wishes I got last week. Uh, I am doing better this week. Still some doctor's appointments to go before we find out exactly what's going on, but I think we're getting close to getting things resolved. I can at least see a little better this week, so that's good. And, you know, just got to keep, keep going forward. But thanks again for your well wishes. I appreciate it. But let's go ahead and get started with the data drop. Run BTS episode 143 was released this week. This is another episode where Yoongi is out because of surgery. And in this episode, the other members write stories. At the end of the episode, Yoongi gets to read them. It's really cute. But he will be back in next week's episode, so that's exciting. Also released this week were behind-the-scenes photos for episode 143. I'll have links to both of those in the show notes. They're on Weverse, but the show notes are at btsthisweek.com. If you remember from last week's episode, the behind-the-scenes video for uh, BTS episode 142 had not been released yet. They were released this week. I'll also have a link to those show notes. But... The behind-the-scenes video for 143 has not been released. Normally, those are released in the same week as the episode. Well, I also noticed a note on Weverse that says, The release date of BTS Behind content is subject to Korea Media Rating Board's deliberation. So, apparently, things are a little behind at the rating board. But, hopefully, everything will get caught up soon and we'll... Get the behind-the-scenes videos the same week as the episode again. But, until then, enjoy behind-the-scenes video 142. Just remember, if you want to watch behind-the-scenes content, you have to have bought the the behind-the-scenes pass. On to the charts for the week. On the Billboard charts for the week ending June 26th, on the Billboard 200 chart, Map of the Soul 7 is number 111, and B, it's number 129. On the top album sales chart, Map of the Soul 7 is number 43. And B is number 73. And the big news, on the Billboard Hot 100, Butter is number one for the fourth week. It is now officially the longest reigning number one song for BTS. So congratulations. That's pretty awesome. It is also still number one on the digital digital song sales chart. 
On the Pop Songs Radio Airplay Survey chart, Butter's number 14. On the Radio Songs chart, it's number 25, but it's up three on that chart. On the Global 200, Butter's number two. Do not ask me why. I still do not understand it. On the Global Excluding U.S., however, Butter is number one for the fourth week. Dynamite is number 12. Film Out went up 37 spots this week to number 128. Boy With Love featuring Halsey's number 138. And Life Goes On, number 152. The Social 50 chart is still frozen this week. However, on the Artist 100 chart, BTS is number 4. On the World Albums chart, Map of the Soul 7 is number 3. B, number 4. Love Yourself Answer, number 5. Love Yourself Tear, number 8. Map of the Soul Persona, number 12. School Love Affair, number 13. And BTS The Best debuts at number 15. On the World Digital Song Sales Chart, Euphoria is number 7, My Time, number 11, Filter, number 12, Mic Drop featuring Designer, number 19, and Wishing on a Star, our intro song this week, from the Youth Album, that's a Japanese language album, debuts number 20. And I know Youth is an older album, but however... Wishing on a Star was played at Muster, which is why it is popular right now. It is a very neat song. And at Muster, they not only sang the original Japanese version, but they sang a Korean version, too. On the Canadian Hot 100 Singles Chart, Butter's number 9. On the Japanese Hot 100 Singles Chart, Butter's number 2. Also, on the Japanese Chart, Dynamite's number 4. Film Out, number 23. Stay Gold, number 62. DNA, number 68. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 86. And Life Goes On, number 97. On the Rolling Stone charts for the week ending June 24th, on the Top 200 Albums chart, Map of the Soul 7 is number 111 with 8.2 thousand album units, and B is number 139 with 7.2 thousand album units. On the Top 100 Songs chart, Butter is number 2, with 195.5 thousand song units. On the Artist 500 this week, BTS is number 31 with 40.6 million song streams. On the UK charts for the week ending July 1st, on the UK singles chart, Butter is number 23. It's number 33 on the singles sales chart, and it's number 32 on the singles download chart. On the Amazon US chart, which I must admit I checked on the 29th, on the Amazon US bestsellers chart, Butter, the CD album that is on pre order, is number two, and Map of the Soul 7 is number 23. On the US new releases chart, Butter, the CD album, is number one. On the US bestsellers of 2021 so far, B, Essential Edition, is number eight, Map of the Soul 7, number 51. NB Deluxe Edition, number 68. On the soundtracks chart this week, BTS World is number 30. On the Digital Bestsellers in Songs, Top 100 Paid, Filters, number 1, My Time, number 3, and Euphoria, number 4. What I find odd is Butter is not on this chart, which is impossible. So not sure what's up with the numbers on that. 
On the digital best-selling songs of 2021 so far, Filter, number one, Euphoria, number two, My Time, number three, and Film Out, number 27. Again, no butter. Seems weird to me. We shall see. On YouTube for the week ending June 24th. On the Global Top Songs chart, Butter's number one with 79.4 million views. Dynamite, number 20. Film Out, number 58. And Butter Karaoke, which we will discuss later, number 65. On the U.S. Top Songs chart, oh, by the way, Side note, I don't know why Butter Karaoke is listed as a separate song because it is not a separate song. Uh, something got a little screwy in the YouTube database, so it should have been rolled up into Butter's numbers, but it's already number one. It can't get more number one than number one. On the U.S. Top Songs chart, Butter's number five, and that's up 10 spots from last week. On the Global Top Music Videos chart, the Butter Music Videos, number six, Butter at Music Blood, number 20. Butter Karaoke Video, number 35. The Dynamite Music Video, number 38. Butter at CDTV, number 52. Butter Special Choreo Video, number 53. And Film Out at Music Blood, number 74. On the U.S. Top Videos chart, Butter Music Video is number 27. On the Global Top Artist chart, BTS is number one with 265 million views. And on the U.S. Top Artist Chart, they're number 17 with 15.8 million views. Over the past seven days on YouTube, BTS has had 229 million global plays. Top Country, Japan, with 38.4 million views. And the top song, of course, Butter, 68.7 million views. Think about that. That's like the fifth week that Butter's been out, and it's still got 68.7 million views, which a lot of artists would kill for for just a month. So you're still doing really good work, Army. View milestones on YouTube this week. Mike Drop has passed 700, not 700, excuse me, 970 million views. Butter, 390 million. Dynamite, choreo ver version. 160 million, Film Out, 140 million, Lights, 120 million, Outro Ego, 110 million, and The Butter Hotter Remix, 60 million. Like milestones on YouTube this week, Dynamite has passed 29 million likes, Boy With Love has passed 23 million, that makes BTS the first act in YouTube history to have two music videos with more than 23 million likes. Dechita has now passed 11 million likes. And the Savage Love BTS Remix Lyrics video, 6 million. On Spotify for the week ending June 24th. On the Spotify Global 200 Weekly, Butter is number 9. Dynamite, number 31. And Life Goes On, number 179. On the U.S. 200 Weekly, Butter's number 23 and Dynamite number 140. On the South Korea 200 Weekly, there are 34 songs by or featuring BTS, by or featuring a member, or produced by a member. Of course, the top rated song is Butter at number 1. And, just like to point out, Chicken Noodle Soup 
it with uh, Hobie featuring Becky G is at number 146. The number one country besides the U.S. on the listener count, actually, the number one country, period, for listeners last episode, is again India. Yay! And so, on the India 200 Weekly, Butter is number one, which it has been for the entire time it's been out, doing great numbers in India. Dynamite, number eight. Life Goes On, number 32. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, number 48. Film Out, number 61. Savage Love, BTS Remix, number 158. And Euphoria, number 163. On the top 50 albums chart global, B is number 20. And Map of the Soul 7, number 24. BTS is now the first group in Spotify history to pass 18 billion streams across all their credits. That's amazing. They are also now the second most followed duo or group on Spotify. Who did they pass? Imagine Dragons. Another really great number. Uh, Jungi, as his persona August D, the August D discography, has passed a total of 500 million streams. So that's amazing. Congratulations, Yugi. That's awesome. Stream milestones on Spotify this week. B has passed 1.8 billion streams. Dynamite, 950 million. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, 680 million. Butter, 280 million. Make It Right, 180 million. Airplane Part 2, 180 million. Lie, 140 million. Sweet Night, 140 million. Mic Drop, 140 million. Fly to My Room, 100 million. Chicken Noodle Soup, Hobie featuring Becky G, 100 million. Inner Child, 90 million. Let Go, 90 million. Disease, 90 million. Heartbeat from the BTS World soundtrack, 80 million. And My City, 40 million. Also want to note about Chicken Noodle Soup on Spotify, this is Hobie's first song to reach 100 million streams. So congratulations to Hobie. On SoundCloud for the week ending June 29th, most played songs, all genres, all countries, still with you is number 17, and Promise is number 50. Most played pop songs, all countries, still with you is number 1, Winter Bear, number 9. 4 O'Clock, number 17. Scenery, number 20. 10,000 Hours, number 22. And Euphoria, DJ Swivel Forever Mix, number 50. On the U.S. Most Played Pop Songs chart, Still With You is number 37. Social media numbers for last week. Social uh, metrics from Next Big Sound for the week ending June 28th. Twitter mentions 12.9 million. That's up 10%. And with all the crazy stuff they've been releasing this uh, last few days, it's going to go, uh, I'm sure it's going to be much higher next week. We're going to discuss that in a little bit. Twitter retweets 4.9 million. That's up 128.5%. Good work, Army. Wikipedia page views 71.9 thousand. That's down 15.6 percent. But as I've said a couple of weeks now, that's still ahead of where we usually are. Um, it may be a week-to-week fall, but it's still a 
it's actually a pretty good number for us. That said, Wikipedia is the easiest thing to do. You just pull up the BTS page, you read it for a few minutes, you're done. Easiest thing in the world. Follower counts on uh, social media. Weverse, 10.8 million. Twitter, 36.9 million. Facebook, 18.5 million. Instagram, 44.6 million. Spotify, 34.8 million. TikTok, 36.9 million. And YouTube Bangtang TV, 52.8 million. That is just amazing. I also would like to point out, uh, in case you kind of didn't notice since I talk really fast, Twitter and TikTok now have the same number of followers. The TikTok account is so much newer than the Twitter account, and they're already the same number of followers. That's amazing. New Bangtang TV videos this week. We got the Butter Karaoke video. I said I would mention that. I'm going to talk about it some more in a few minutes, but I will have a link to it in the show notes, btsthisweek.com. We also got the CDTV live performance of Butter. It's really good, so check that out. And we got an episode this week, Behind the Scenes at 2020 MMA, where they're doing the performance pre-recording. A few assorted data points this week. BTS The Best has already racked up 800,000 sales on Oricon. It has been number one on the Oricon Daily Chart for 10 days. Also, on the Hot Albums Chart, uh, Billboard Japan... Um, let me say this right. The Billboard Japan Hot Albums Chart, BTS The Best is number one. Now, because this is doing so well, you know, there's two songs on there that J.K. helped to write. Your Eyes Tell and Film Out, which I adore both those songs. Because those songs are doing so well, he is now spent he is now in his 11th week on Billboard Japan's Hot 100 Composers chart. He is at number 7 uh, no, I take that back. He peaked at number seven after Film Out was released, but he has been on the chart now for 11 weeks, so that's amazing. Speaking of composers' charts, on the Billboard Hot 100 composers' chart, which is a you know, U.S. chart, Nam June is number five, and uh, he's number seven on the Hot 100 lyricist chart. That is amazing. Because he, you know, he has credits on Butter and Dynamite, I believe. So that definitely keeps him up there on that chart. So that's amazing. So congratulations to both of them. So the Social 50 chart on Billboard may be frozen for forever, it looks like. But the Social chart on Guyon is still going strong. And... As of this week, BTS has been number one for 14 consecutive weeks. Also this week, BTS won three awards at the 2021 Jukes Indonesia Music Awards. The three awards they won, Korean Artist of the Year, Global Song of the Year for Dynamite, and Best Fan Base of the Year. Also, finally... If you did not get your BTS meal and you live in the United States, it is too late. It is no longer 
for sale. I'm sure there's lots and lots of people working at McDonald's over the United States that's very glad about that. However, it's uh, I think it's still for sale in South Korea. And not only that, they have sold over 1.2 million meals. Crazy. Just crazy. That meal has been... that. Not that I think that McDonald's expected it to fail because they wouldn't have done it had they expected it to fail, but I think it's done way, way more than they even thought of in their wildest imagination. So, whoever came up with that idea, I hope they got a raise. <laughs> I have three articles for you this week. The first, Concerts in Quarantine on BTS bringing stages to screens and connecting fans around the globe. It's by uh, Lauren JP68 from Twitter. She uh, posted it on Medium, and she talks about BTS in their virtual concerts and how that helped Lauren and all of us through the pandemic. The next article I want to recommend, BTS found mega success by flouting gender stereotypes and embracing individualism through beauty that's in fast fashionista um on their website and it's actually an, an excerpt from david g's new book called pretty boys and in it according to the article it says the author explores the historic and cultural significance of the korean superstars and their approach to self-love and self-expression and then the final article, Scooter Braun talks BTS and his company's future with Korean entertainment giant Hybe. That's in Forbes magazine. Uh, yeah, it's Scooter, but you know. We get a, an, an interesting behind-the-scenes view of how that acquisition took place. And Forbes called it an acquisition and not a merger. Good for you, Forbes. But basically, uh, the first... Paragraph is really neat because it talks about how uh, when Bang PD first started to talk to uh, Scooter Braun, he didn't talk about music. He talked about everything else uh, in life, and I think that convinced Scooter that maybe he was a nice guy. I don't know. But it ended up in a $1.05 billion deal, so it must, some, he did something right. But it's an interesting article. I'll have a link to all three articles in the show notes at btsthisweek.com. I've only got two stories for you this week, but the first one is huge. And it is, butter is still number one. Yes, butter is still number one on the Billboard Hot 100, on the digital song sales chart, and the global excluding U.S. It's the first single by Asian Act in history to spend four weeks at number one on the Hot 100. Just amazing. Why is it not number one on the Global 200? Who the hell knows? Nobody can understand that. Nobody. But we're just going to pretend that, at this point, let's just pretend that chart doesn't exist. Uh, but Hot 100 is where it's at. And it is amazing. Um, it is not a, it's you know of course their longest number one in the United States, the longest number one for an Asian art artist period, which is amazing. It's also number one on YouTube Global Songs. It's still top ten in the Spotify Global Weekly. In the United States, it's the first song to sell over six hundred thousand downloads for th this year so far. 
It's already sold twice the number of copies as the next bestseller, which was Dynamite. And if you recall, Dynamite had a head start because it's been out since before the beginning of the year. So it's already surpassed Dynamite in sales. Not only that, it's huge all over the world. For example, India debuted their official international top 20 singles chart this week. So uh, it's the first time they've ever had the chart. They debuted it. And what's the first number one song ever on that chart? Of course, it's Butter. I mean, it's been number one on their Spotify the entire time it's been out. And so it's also number one on their new international top 20 singles chart. It's just crazy how well it is doing worldwide. It's had two more show wins in Korea, the 11th show win on Show Champion, and the 12th on Music Core. As I mentioned earlier, they released a new video, the karaoke video, which is just an excuse for them to act like crazy people, which they really don't need an excuse. Uh, it's really funny, and as you can tell from the YouTube numbers, Lots of people like watching them being crazy, so uh, that worked out pretty well. If you've been an ARMY for a little while, you're familiar with all the nice comeback schedules we get. You know, these pictures will be released this day. This track list will be released this day. Video teaser this day. But apparently for the Butter CD album, they've decided to just... Um, drive us all crazy with unannounced content. And it started with these photo booth videos. So over the course of three days, we released a set of videos, one per member, of the member going into a photo booth and taking pictures. Again, unannounced. We didn't know these were coming. And they're really cute, black and white. And the pictures are awesome. There's, you know, like I said, seven of these videos. So, you know, good amount of content. And we're like, hey, cool, that must be for the Butter CD. That's neat. But it didn't stop there. Then we got a set of concept photos that we didn't expect. And it continues the mature look from the second set. Um, I think I've got the right number. You know, the set of concept videos from the original Butter release that was taken, they're in orange, an orange room, and they're wearing, like, different, like, like leather and white and things. So it's in that same kind of vein, uh, a, a mature look for them. And it's like, where did these come from? We totally didn't expect these. We find out that this is not the only photos we're getting. So basically... From all sides, we're getting blindsided by, by big hit music with this Butter CD album and assorted concept content stuff that they're going to give us. It, it is amazing. And it's different. You know, there's a lot of people who are very attached to the the more, I don't know how, they call it, it's called being a soft stand, but basically, you know, more... I'm not even sure I'm saying I'm not even sure that's correct. I mean, I know it's a word and then I really know what it means or a term, but there's a lot of people who are more attached to a boyfriend type of concept or a, you know, a college age young guy kind of concept, and they are totally not doing that right now. And that makes some people feel like 
what they've changed a little bit, which they have. You know, during Buster and in a couple of interviews now, Nam June has made a point of saying we are not boys. And I think that was a heads up. And I think this is going to continue this more mature attitude and concept from them. I mean, after all, they're all in their 20s. Uh, Jen's about to be 30. So it it's time. But they, there's no telling. There's no telling what else they've got up their sleeves. But... It has started, whatever it is. And uh, I'll have a link in the show notes to all the videos, the photo booth videos, and to the first set of concept photos. Second and last story is another Ed Sheeran co-written track coming. So this week, after quite some time, Ed Sheeran released his comeback single, um, I'm sure you know who Ed Sheeran is because he's Ed Sheeran, and he's awesome, uh, in my opinion. But he also co-wrote Make It Right. I know there's a lot of people that don't like that song particularly. I love it. Um, Not, nothing against Lauf, but I don't, I like the original the best. And so Ed Sheeran released his new single, Bad Habits, which I love. And, um... So he's been doing a lot of interviews because, like I said, this is his first single in quite some, his first solo single in quite some time. His first single in a while too. He's taken a break because he got married, they had their first child, and he just wanted to take a break and you know spend time with his family. And of course, he's being interviewed a lot. And in these interviews, he's been asked about BTS because, like I said, he co-wrote "Make It Right." He's worked with them before. Um, the tables have kind of flipped. Instead of BTS constantly getting asked, you know, who do you want to collab with? Everybody's getting asked, what do you think of BTS? And if they've worked with them before, are you going to work with them again? So, if you don't like spoilers, you might want to skip the next, I can't even tell you how many minutes I'm going to talk about this. But, uh, you know, it's obvious from the interviews that that Ed really likes the guys, which is cool. Because, I, you know, I would hate that Ed wouldn't like the guys or vice versa because, you know, I'll get BTS in the divorce. It's just all there is to it. But um, the thing is, it's obvious he likes the guys. He likes working with them. He thinks they're great guys. Um, But apparently he likes them so much he can't stop talking about them when he talks about them. So in an interview, he said, oh, yeah, I'm working on a new song. It's coming out on the next record. And everybody's like, what? Huh? Wait, stop, rewind. And we all assumed that he meant the next, you know, full album, which rumor has it will be later on this year. And so that was, ooh, yay, awesome. Well, then Ed did an Instagram story where he was answering questions. And what are the I think the question was, what's your favorite BTS song? To be perfectly honest, I don't remember. It would have to be for this answer to make sense. But, um, so in his Instagram story, they asked Ed what his favorite BTS song was. And he said, my favorite BTS song is Permission to Dance. What? Wait, back up, rewind. What? Huh? That song's not out yet, Ed. 
So how can that be your favorite song unless uh, you co-wrote it? So looks like Ed may have, may have, probably did, I guess, co-wrote Permission to Dance. Um, and if you don't recognize that title, it's the the other song on that CD album. Um, it's not technically an album, by the way. So when the album charts come out after that Butter CD comes out, it will not be on the album chart. It's not technically an album. It's only four tracks. And one track is Butter, and it's instrumental. And then the other track is a new song called Permission to Dance, and it's instrumental. So apparently, Mr. Sheeran has worked with them on Permission to Dance, which is cool. I like the idea. Uh, he's still, I mean, if you're not an Ed Sheeran fan, uh, my Ed Sheeran... I, I can't, I don't stand him like I do BTS. Um, but my husband and I went to see Coldplay, not Coldplay, wow, that would have been awesome, but this is equally awesome. My husband and I went to see Snow Patrol in Nashville several years ago. And this was when Ed Sheeran had just first released A Team, and it was just getting picked up in the United States. And it was, if you're not familiar with this place, um, uh, Ryman Auditorium in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. It used to be a church, and then it was the grand, the first Grand Old Opry. And it is one of the best places to see a concert. I adore going to concerts there. So we go to see Snow Patrol there because I like Snow Patrol, and my husband likes me. <laughs> and so they're opening at is this guy named Ed Sheeran. And it sound, the name sounds familiar to me for some reason, but I can't place it. And then when he starts to sing, he sings A-Team. And my husband and I look at each other and go, I know that song. We know that song. Okay. And then he, as the opening act, only sings like four, maybe five songs. But by the end of his opening set, we are hooked. Ed Sheeran is all we can talk about going on, going home. No offense, Snow Patrol. We talked about you, too, and you were awesome, and I love you. But leaving that concert, all we talked about was Ed Sheeran. Uh, got his albums, listened to them nonstop. Um, and we've since seen him do a solo show at the Ryman Auditorium. We've also seen him twice. It's either two or three times. I think it's two. Um, at the arena in downtown Nashville. That I have since forgotten the name of. So sorry about Arena Downtown Nashville. I'm blanking on your name for some reason. But he is awesome, awesome, awesome live. And he writes songs for every I mean, he writes songs for everybody. He's very supportive of the people that he works with. And, you know, think about it. This is the week of his comeback. The first week of his comeback, his new single is out. And he can't stop talking about BTS and the song the song he worked on with them. A, I know, it, to me that's not looking for clout. That's somebody who really enjoyed what he did and is proud of it and likes the people and is looking forward to us hearing the song. And again, his new solo song is out. Just came out. So... 
he really has... Well, of course, he knows his song is going to be a hit. I mean, we're talking about Ed Sheeran, after all. But, you know, like I said, he didn't... He, didn't, he could have said, when the song came out, yeah, I worked on that song, and I love it. It's awesome. Great work, guys. I hope y'all like it. And that been it. That was all he has... Really, all he has to do as a co-writer. But instead... Again, the week his single comes out, after he hasn't had a solo single in for so long, he hypes up the guys and gets us excited for the new song. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I happen to think that's a, a really neat thing for him to do. And, you know, Big Hit usually doesn't give us a lot of information about BTS's uh, songs before they come out. But I reckon they figured since Ed can't keep a secret, there's no point in denying it anymore. Uh, so a source confirmed that uh, Ed was working on a new song. Uh, since apparently he's not going to shut up about it. So <laughs> it's uh, like I said, I love Make It Right and I love Ed Sheeran. So I'm really excited about this. Uh, I am really looking forward to it. And, you know, I hope you are too. It comes out July 9th. That's ARMY's birthday. It's a present for us that we have to pay for. But still, um, it's pretty cool. So, I think I, I'm very excited. I'm, 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 I'm excited about the song. It should be really good. So, All right, then. Next week, on the 29th of June, which is Tuesday, Run BTS episode 144 will be released. That's at 9 p.m. Korea Standard Time. On Wednesday, June 30th, uh, that's the last day that you can uh, pre-order McDonald's merch, BTS McDonald's merch, that will end at 11.59 p.m. Korea Standard Time on the 30th of June. On the 1st of July, which is Thursday, we should get some behind-the-scenes content. Not sure exactly what we'll get. Um, it may be like this week where we get just pictures and last week's behind-the-scenes video, or we might get this week's pictures and then behind-the-scenes for last week and this week. I, I'm not exactly sure, but normally we would get behind-the-scenes content on Thursday, July 1st, 9 p.m. Korean Standard Time. And then on Friday, July 2nd, Jimin will be appearing on uh, Big Hit Music Records on Melon Station. That's at 1 p.m. Korea Standard Time. And July 4th is coming, so if you're in the United States and you're celebrating Independence Day, or if you're celebrating the United States Independence Day anywhere, not just in the United States, please be careful. If you're using fireworks, be especially careful. Very, very careful. But other than that, enjoy your holiday. So last word. I'm going to try to keep this a little short and sweet. My last word this week is called Pick Your Battles. And what that is about is I saw, and I understand what happened, okay? But I saw a lot of people get really upset with this guy who, you know, it's the same old, why do people like BTS? It's just a bunch of screaming girls that like them, blah, blah, blah. The standard stuff, um, which I don't think we should react to anymore anyway. It's old. It's played out. Basically, people who are saying that are just trying to get our attention anyway. But this person in particular, um, someone quoted the Army survey to him. In return, 
he questioned the validity of the survey because, you know, it's a fan-made survey, and it's done through Google. I believe it was a Google form. It's been a while since I answered it, so I don't remember, but I'm almost positive it was. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that this person... At least when I looked, the person that originally started the thread about how we're all crazy had, I think he followed four people and had 41 followers at that time. There is no point fighting with somebody with that kind of, that kind of account numbers. A, there, again, I think there's no, at this point, anybody that says we're just a bunch of dumb kids, we just need to ignore them at this point. Because, A, there are a lot of kids in the fandom, and we don't want to sound like, oh, you know, we're not dumb kids because we're not kids, you know. It's just, again, we don't want to alienate the kids that are in the fandom, you know, adults who are listening to me. Um, and we don't want to look like we're looking down on them. Also, what do we care what they think at this point? So? So they think we're a bunch of crazy kids. All right, fine. Whatever. Won't keep us up at night. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So, and, again, I understand that the people that did the survey were, you know, didn't, I wouldn't have liked what he had to say about my survey either. But, at this point, there weren't that, like I said, he only had 41 he either only followed 41 people or only had 41 followers. I mean, it was just a little account. And there's just no no point. No point in having an argument about it w with him. He wasn't going to change his mind. And he wasn't really influencing a bunch of people to think that about us. So, just pick your battles. Just because it just stresses you out to have to co to constantly feel like, I know that we have to defend BTS against a lot of stuff. And we rightfully have to do it. But like I said, at some point, it's like people who say they can't rap. Yeah, fine, whatever. You think what you're going to think. We know better. Lots of people know better. And there's no point arguing it anymore because it's not going to change the person's mind at all. So save yourself some stress. Save yourself some grief. Just pick your battles. People that say really awful things, people who have large followings, who are saying slanderous things, even those reported up to Big Hit. They did another statement, I think today, where it was like, just because we're quiet doesn't mean that we're not doing things behind the scenes. We've got court cases going on right now against people. And when those court cases are over and those people are convicted, we're still going to sue them in civil court. So... You know, let Big Hit take care of it. Report posts that are truly out of line to Big Hit, Hive, and the social media platform because they're probably breaking the um, guidelines of the platform. But there's no point stressing yourself out with these kind of arguments because it will not change anything. And in the end... It amount, you know, they're that the, the person that you're trying to convince, their opinion really doesn't change anything either. So, just pick your battles and save yourself some stress. And block is your best friend. Block is your best friend. Just block. 
block negative people. Make your make your make your timeline or your Facebook page or you know TikTok or wherever you are, make it a happy place for you. It's just too much negativity in this world. You don't need that. Just block them and go on your merry way. <laughs> Save your energy for the really big fights. I guess is what I'm saying. Don't get me wrong. I used to be into those little bitty fights too until I realized that A, again, they don't matter because the person's not going to change their mind. And B, that it made younger armies feel bad sometimes. The things that we said to justify how we're not, we're adults and we're grown-ups. And I don't make anybody feel bad because all armies are awesome. And I don't need that kind of stress in my life. Trying to argue all that. Like, like I said, when it really, when stuff, there are big things that we do need to fight. But this isn't, this isn't one of them, I don't think. All right. Where you can find BTS this week, you can subscribe for free at Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Audible, Deezer, Radio Public, Ghana, and Intune. Uh, you can also get the RSS feed at the website and put it in your podcast player of choice. Speaking of the website, the website is btsthisweek.com. It's where you'll find the show notes for this episode and every other episode. This is officially episode 131. BTS This Week is also on Twitter, Instagram, and Station Head. Handle on all of those is BTS This Week. There's a Facebook page. Go to the show notes. There'll be a link there for you to go to the Facebook page and like us there. It's also a swag shop. Link in the show notes. I actually had a, f- a few people buy some things from the swag shop that uh, help, helped pay uh, hosting fees. I know that there's there's a lot of different ways to run a podcast, and there are, are free hosts, but... Um, they sometimes limit how often you can post or how long things have can be and things like that. And I I choose instead to use a paid host. And then also I have a website on GoDaddy that I pay for. I developed it myself because I used to be a web developer. But um, hosting it costs money on uh, GoDaddy. So... I made enough from the swag shop last month to pay hosting fees for, I believe, a whole quarter. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, so I really appreciate that. But definitely check out the swag shop. I'm going to add some things uh, pretty soon. Um, and I just appreciate it. I really do. Also, um, finally, if you want to talk to me, there's Twitter, BTS Mama Bear. I have a YouTube channel, BTS Mama Bear. And I'm on TikTok, BTS Mama Bear. And you can send me an email through the contact form on the website. I am still catching up on things. But do know that I've read... If you've sent me an email recently, I have read it. I just have not responded yet. Um, this podcast has taken me all day today. It's crazy how... <sighs> Things just get away from you when you have to take breaks a lot and rest, I, I tell you. Um, but I, I'm tomorrow is email day. so. But anyway, I, pr- 
purple you. You're awesome. You're valuable. You're needed in this world. And don't let anybody tell you any different. Because if they say you're not, they're wrong. Stay safe. Stay healthy. If you are in an area that still requires masking, please wear a mask every time you go out. If you are uncomfortable without your mask or if you're like, you know, immunosuppressed like I am, or there's a number of reasons why you may want to continue to wear a mask, even if masks aren't required where you are, don't let anybody bully you out of wearing one. If that's, if that's what you, if you need to be safe and to feel safe, you do so. Also, keep your dirty hands away from your face. Wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Um, when I went to my to see my cornea specialist this week, uh, the doctor was like, you know, telling me how to take care of my eyes. He said, hey, wash your hands. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about me and washing hands. I got that covered. I do that. Um, and then finally, if you're able, get a vaccine. Because the only way we're really going to get past the pandemic is for herd immunity to happen. And there's only two ways for that to happen. One is for lots more people to get sick, and we don't want that, and, and for them to develop antibodies that way, or to get a vaccine and develop antibodies that way. And, um, you know, that's probably the preferred way. Um, so if it's available where you are, please, please, please go get a vaccine. It's not just for you. It's for the people around you. And one day, I will end a podcast where I will not have to give public health information. I don't, Actually, I don't have to do it now. I just worry about y'all, and I want y'all to be safe. Again, if you're in, going to be celebrating Independence Day on the 4th of July, please be careful and have fun. And if you're fired off fireworks, be especially careful. And just take care of yourselves. I, like I said, I'm getting close to being as normal as I can be. Uh, I don't think anybody would ever accuse me of being normal, normal, but um, I'm, I'm getting back on the, on the track. I, today I can actually read my computer. It's, it's an improvement. Um, still having trouble with the TV, still having trouble with road signs. Um, but I can, I can read my computer now. So that's an improvement. So I like that. Um, but again, y'all have a great week stay safe stay healthy and i'll talk to you this weekend hopefully not seven days hopefully you listen that but i'll talk to you soon bye